nails a new color. It's called I Totally Canyon. So that's why I did it because I'm feeling like I need a little like self-encouragement. Yeah. But it's kind of a fun Thanksgiving color, don't you think? Do you know do you know much about color? No. Yeah, that's why you wear black every day. It's a mixture of all the colors. Right? Right. <laughs> if you can't choose one, go with all of go them. Go with all of them. <laughs> Maybe I'll get you like a mud brown t-shirt for Christmas. That won't wear it. <laughs> it has to be black. I just like not having to make a choice. Yeah. Because I would just think about what I was going to wear all Don the time. Don wants to be a minimalist, but he just hasn't gotten to the part where you like get rid of everything. I don't have much. <laughs> I don't really keep anything that doesn't have value in my life. I guess there's a few pieces of clothing, but I only keep those because you tell me to keep them. Anyway. Hey, guys. Hi. How's it going? Great. Not you. Them. <laughs> you know, without, we're not sitting by the table because, not because we think this is cool, the composition, but it's because... Chloe's in the shot. Our power Say went hi, out. Chloe. Our doggy. Yeah, not, our, our not power all our went power, out. obviously. Three outlets went out tonight. Boom. It was really just really great. And last week we fixed our HVAC. This house was purchased in um, July. So yeah. So now we've uh, we've dealt with the HVAC, and now we have an electrical problem. Yeah. But that's Hashtag new homeowners. And the dog, it feels weird to not have the table when you normally have the table. But then the dog feels like she can come bother us. She's like, why are you guys sitting in the middle of the living room? This means it's time to play. So we um, are Trust Me, and we're glad that you're listening. We hope that you trust us and listen to what we have to say. Right, John? Yeah. Yeah. This is Trust, trust, trust Me. Right, Trust Me. Oh, hi. Welcome to Trust Me. <laughs> no, trust me. I'm John. and this is I'm Alexis. <laughs> this is a weekly podcast where we talk about building trust, transparency, and long-lasting relationships in a fast-paced world. Yeah, we're... We, burr, 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 burr. We, I don't have the horn. Uh, it was too late. It's, it's not really working for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't going to film tonight because we literally do have like a bunch of real life stuff going on, which everyone does. Sometimes life feels manageable and you're like, I got this. And other times you're like, holy shit, like I don't have this. And that's kind of how I felt the past few days. Like you don't have it? Yeah, like I don't have it. Yeah. But you don't really have an option other than to just keep going. So that's why we decided to podcast, even though I've lost my mind a couple of times in the past 48 hours. Yeah. We were like, we just got to do it anyway. Back yeah. to work tomorrow, but we're just, we love to podcast and we like to talk, like share, you know, struggles and things that's going on in our lives and in our relationship. And I mean, it's worth it, right? Right. And we believe in what we're doing. And there's the old adage of... uh 
Alexis hates when I say this when she's very mad. Um, but you go to the job you hate every day. So if you're trying to do something for I yourself. I don't hate my job. I really don't hate my yeah. job. I, I Just for the record, everyone and you, I don't yeah. hate my job. I might complain about it because it's very stressful. I work in a very fast-paced office uh, for a physician. Um, and I have clients and um, full books and lots of people with lots of expectations. And um, it's very fast-paced. Yeah. So, um, and I care. I have integrity. I mean, I care about my clients' yeah. uh, skin. I take care of people's skin. That's why you're great. And so it's very, it can be very taxing and stressful. And everyone comes in and they bring their energy in and which is, can be really good. It also can be like, you know, how life is hard. It can be, you know, hard energy to deal with sometimes. And I absorb that. Yeah. So I guess the thing to be more true for you is that when you work for someone else, you always show up no matter what. Yeah. So when you're working for yourself, you should treat it the same way. Yeah. Make a so, schedule and stick to yeah, it. Yeah. So we're doing the podcast. We wanted to talk this week really just about like what's been going on in our lives. Um, also kind of piggybacking off of what we discussed last week, TikTok and um, basically like how do you parent in this world of, you know, social media and the digital age that we're in? How do you like trust your kids? And you certainly can't trust strangers. Um, I mean, right? Right. <laughs> On the internet. Yeah. So like, how do we navigate that? And we talked about that last week. And I think even, even whether or not you're a parent, um, I think the information that we shared about TikTok, and we're going to talk about a little bit about YouTube today and like a personal story that we had happen to us this week. Um, I think that it's so relevant because this is a sign of the times. Like this is, we are like changing every day and evolving. And with these restrictions being put on in order to protect children, being put on like these social media apps, I think it just shows, okay, wow. It's almost like it evolved before we could like even understand it or yeah. attempt to control it, I yeah. guess, you know, yeah. cause we're just now putting like certain I don't know, restrictions and safety features on social media apps in regards to like protecting our children. Yeah. Well, they say it takes 10,000 years for um, biological evolutionary traits to develop. Right. And is that why you still look like a Neanderthal? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize I was setting myself up for that. But agrarian society, people talk about all the time. We're like, we're anxious all the time because we're, basically these like monkey wondering people now we're like we weren't at the top of the food chain at one point in our evolution like we were we were in fact like in the middle of the food chain so we still had predators like coming after us yeah at all hours of the day but now we're just chilling and now we're at the top of the food chain you know predators live in places like yeah tinder yeah oh tiktok churches churches not church's chicken. It's horrible. Well, also church's chicken. I don't know anything about that, but maybe is there a story? <laughs> so, I don't know. It is interesting. So, I, th- I think it's relevant whether or not you are a parent because it's just times they are changing. The times they So, yeah. Are. So, this week, oh, that's a Bob Dylan song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. he write that song? I think so. I think yeah. Bob Dylan has written 90% of every song that's ever existed. Yeah, he's a brilliant lyricist, I feel like. Yeah. I think his lyrics are great. I do too. So anyway, this week, um, 
Yeah, like yesterday, I felt so horrible. I just had like the worst day. Felt like shit the whole day. And it was dreary outside. We're here in Indiana, central Indiana. It's like we're entering winter season. It was like cloudy all day, drizzly at some point, 30-some degrees. Like, is it freezing? Is it not? Like, all day. And it, ugh, it just, I felt so depressed. And we had an incident occur, which we'd like to talk about, not in great detail, because it does involve our children. But I think it's important to discuss, and if anyone's listening, this is like the world we live in, and it's just scary, and it makes me sad. But my daughter, um, she, we have a friend who has a, has a kid, Olivia, and um, my daughter and, and his son's age. And they're all around like 10 years old. And they get along great, and we love this kid. And um, he has a group of friends, boys. And he, like, in a very cute way, looped Olivia into a group message with like 10 other boys. And they all started like talking in this group message. And then one boy in particular, Olivia, my daughter, doesn't know any of these children because they go to different schools. And so one of, one of the boys was like, hey, I want to talk to Olivia. Let me talk to Olivia. And um, I found out about this later, of course. And then he started texting her separately. And he asked her where she lived. And, you know, we've talked about this with the kids before, like not to ever share that information. Um, with a stranger that you don't know in person, like if it's not your friend that you met at school or something. Um, but she ended up telling him in this text message and we didn't know about it until she had like come to the dinner table and she's like, oh, this boy in this group message, he started texting me separately and he told me that I was pretty and he asked me all these questions about myself and we were like, what boy, what? And it, we can't, it can't, you know, come, we came to find out that this boy doesn't live here mm -hmm. in Indiana. He lives in another state. And so I just like went straight to like crime junkie podcasts, like all the scary stories that I've read and yeah. heard. And John did too, which were like these creeps that act like they're, you know, 10 years old and they like, you know, prey upon children. You've everyone's heard a story. It's terrifying. And so I like kind of flipped out but I was like trying to stay calm, trying to explain to them. You and didn't flip out externally. No, yeah. I stayed calm and discussed with both of the kids the importance of understanding uh, that there are bad people in the world. And we've had these conversations with them before, but this one felt more real. And I kind of went into like greater detail than I have about other you know, it, it, about other stories or in other situations. And it was really, I don't know, it just was scary. I it feel like. sounded like the beginning of all the stories we've all heard about when something terrible happens to a kid and they go missing. Yeah, totally. Like everything she was saying was something I've heard said on like the Crime Junkie podcast or yeah. something else. Crime Junkie is the last story we listened to about a girl. I will say that I think this happens a lot less now than it did years ago because the internet's been around long enough that most people see these tricks coming a mile away. I yeah. still think 10-year-olds don't, which is why they don't have social media 
We were just talking about them not having a data plan so they can have constant access to the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. We go back and forth about, I think they shouldn't have like TikTok or any access to anything. Um, Mostly, I guess. And you're the the school of thought, which I agree with as well. Um, But I don't think they're age ready for it yet. But the school of thought was like, if you give the, you need to give them the things then then observe and watch how they act and teach them how to interact with the world. Because and it's if, weird because, like, Malachi, your son, loves Fortnite. Yeah. And he interacts with people and strangers all the time on the Internet. Yeah. And then we kind of reach this, like, place of, like, double standard. We're like, are we okay with Kai meeting Internet friends but not right. Olivia? And it's like, that just is so sad to yeah. me. Yeah. You know, and I don't really know how to navigate it besides just, like, cutting them off. Yeah. But then I know what you were approaching and saying, John, which is that how I feel. It's like every girl that I knew whose parents were very strict in high school, like wild out in college. Yeah. And and later in high school and like seriously made really bad choices. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's like I want to regulate and monitor, but I don't want to completely like just take away all access because then they're going to sneak access. Yeah. Undoubtedly, right? Sure. <clears throat> um, and I don't know. I just want to be able to answer questions. Like, I just, I felt good that Olivia felt comfortable enough to come to me and tell me, yeah. you know, that this boy was, like, texting her. Well, to finish that story, um, she she came, and, and I told them everything, and we went into detail, and I think I kind of scared them a little bit just about, like, strangers and the Internet and all this stuff. And she... I was like, bring me your phone because I just want to see what this boy is saying, you know. And so she took a little bit of time, brought the phone back, and sat down and said, I have something to tell you, Mom. And she's like, I deleted, I tried to delete the part where I told him where I lived because you just told me that's really bad, and I ended up deleting more messages. So she, like, admitted that she was, like, hiding. And... Did she delete the entire message thread? Yeah, she accidentally, I think, or she deleted parts of it. There there were more messages today, so I don't know. I think she deleted the whole thread, yeah. So so then I was like, thank you so much for telling me the truth. Like, I was really thankful for that. And then then John and I kind of got into an argument after because he was like, are you going to punish her? And then I felt really conflicted on whether or not there should be consequences because I don't want to deter her in the future from telling me the truth about something. And, um, so yesterday was just like horrible. And really like the biggest reason I feel like is just how scary the world is and how much access the kids and our children just, uh, uh, you know, everywhere can like, learn about how shitty the world is so much sooner if you just let them click around on the internet for five minutes. Yeah. You can also, the you know, it's a double-edged sword. They learn about things that are nefarious and perverted and gross and just horrible, and they have much more access to that. But on the counter, our, job, our kids are, like, going to grow up in a world where there's, like, 60% of the jobs that are going to be around when they're 18 and 19 don't even exist yet because there's just a wealth of like new opportunities. 
because you can communicate on a global scale yeah. instantly. No, of course. It's good. The internet's great. So. I mean, I'm just saying we, what we were kind of saying when we started out is that it's evolved so quickly that yeah. we don't even have right. what we're going to talk. I want to share what like YouTube is rolling out. You brought to my attention yeah. here in a second, but it's like, yeah, there are definitely good things about it, but it's like, we're just now putting like strict <laughs> rules into place yeah. to like try to protect our children. It seems yeah. like I don't. I honestly don't think any amount of rules can make the internet safe for kids from predators. Because the more you secure, we talked about this last week, and I, I firmly believe it. The more you secure a place, and the more you can make it kid only, the more ideal that place becomes to pedophiles. And yeah, unless you're going to like take like, baby's thumbprints and put it onto the device and then that's the only people that can access it, you're going to create a world where pedophiles are cutting off baby's thumbs so they can access other babies. It's very that's interesting, That's a very dark John. thing that I just yeah, said. thank you. But <laughs> you're saying, hey, pedophiles, this is the place where all this... Kids no, I are. understand. It's like a target, but there have always been targets, right? Any place where kids are playing on a playground. That's Not where a place where kids are by themselves without anyone observing. That's what I'm, I think that parents should be observing. Right. I, I think that, and that children need to learn the dangers. And right. there should be, like, every parent should be discussing with their kid, probably before the age of 10, yeah. about the fact in great detail, like we've discussed with our kids before, but I don't know that they really processed it. This kid, by the way, ended up being fine. Like I investigated and like, not fine. He also sent some like kind of inappropriate texts for, as a 10 year old to my 10 year old. And so we're like gonna cut that off. I'm just, we're not ready for all that. But he's a, a, a kid, a child. I thought you were gonna say he's a jolly good fellow. No, he's a, yeah, he's a jolly good fellow. I swear to God, I was like, that's he's what she's He's a fine saying. kid, I'm sure. You know, it's just <laughs> like, whoa, we are like 10 years old, you know? Seems, yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot. If any of you are parents, any of you parents listening, it's like so crazy to watch your kid turn into like a young adult. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like we talked about last week with TikTok, I mean, like they were just sued by the Federal Trade Commission because they were mining or like, you know, putting children under the age of 13 at risk, like their privacy was being encroached upon. And now YouTube just recently paid, how much was it? They settled, um, yeah, YouTube reached a settlement of $170 million with the Federal Trade Commission for violating children's privacy. So per COPA, which is Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, like you can't, a kid under 13, like you cannot, you cannot mine any of their information. Like you can't get if they're a boy or a girl, like you can't try to figure out if they're, what their gender is or what their likes are, where they live, any of that, any demographics, nothing. That's, it's illegal. So like well, YouTube was just fined $170 million. Yeah. yeah. It's a big deal in the, um, the no small creator group that I'm in. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, this and that. And there's a lot of confusion about it yeah. amongst the creative community. Well, yeah. So with YouTube, so YouTube is now because of this, I would imagine I've, I've read that yes, this does have a big part of why they're implementing this new like regulation. But YouTube, starting in January of 2020, is rolling out this like um, it's planned to have creators label any videos of theirs that may appeal to children. Yeah. So you have to label 
if you are going to appeal to children, you have to label it as such. And then if that's the case, you, the comment section goes away. Um, you, oh yeah, you can't, no data, like all the data collection will be blocked for all viewers. So that takes away like a lot of like ad revenue. Um, and there are a few other features that will be disabled. You can't do, um, links like at the end of the video, or if you're like, Hey, click up here to see that video and the, the eye pops up. You can't have those, which is huge because there are like all those YouTubers that do like the gift reveals and stuff or the, uh, like the toy reviews or whatever. And they like literally target kids. Right. And so you can still do all that stuff. Yeah. But you can't have, you can't have a click through button to the next video. And you can't have ads. Like they're not going to be like ads can't be popped up to be like directed at your child. Yeah. Like, and there are no, no comments. So like no interacting, you know? So, I mean, it'll change. You can still advertise the kids. Using no, from what I read, there's like the ad revenue change. The, or the ad revenue, of course, changes, but the ads themselves change. You can't have like ads directed at the kids. Hmm. If it's child friendly. Mm-hmm. I want. I want to. I want to read that because you can still. That's why make, I sent you that link. Yeah. So just because it is, it's like a lot of new information. I don't use YouTube as much as John does. So, but. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's huge. And it, it makes sense because if, I don't know, I feel like if we are influencing the young population, I mean, which, you know, marketing and ad campaigns have for years, but it, it's like, what are we teaching our children? And then also, if there have been instances where we're like obtaining information on children younger than 13, like what? It just so it says targeted ads, and I just from the way this reads and the sins, the most obvious is the removal of targeted ads, but a number of other YouTube features are, are also impossible with without personalized data. So that means you can't do a pre-rolled ad, meaning if someone's watching nothing but like SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. videos, and then all of a sudden all the ads that pop up before a video are SpongeBob SquarePants, that is no longer a thing. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you cannot have a video where you're getting paid a million dollars by SpongeBob SquarePants to be like, you're going to get it. It's amazing. It's the most amazing thing yeah. ever. Tell your parents. You steal their credit cards. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Targeted okay. means like pre-rolled totally. ads. Totally. That yeah. makes sense. So I misspoke a little bit. No, but it's no, all good. You didn't know. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. But that's still, it's still kind of what we were getting at, which is like, this, it can't be like, you know, specifically directed yeah. at the child. Right. Which it's like, those little, their little brains are like so. Yeah. You well, know, it's the same. And like targeted ads. Influenced. Yeah, targeted ads have existed since yeah. television. Yeah. A Nickelodeon. Since any sort have, of mass media, right. basically. Yeah. 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 A since Nickelodeon. Newspapers. Well, yeah. And and Nickelodeon, they don't have, <laughs> they don't have car commercials, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, even since newspapers, like in the women's section or whatever, they would have ads for like vacuum cleaners and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, yes, but like at children. Like, I think that's why they're trying to get away from it a little bit. Like, that's not, it just doesn't seem fair. Yeah. It doesn't seem like fair play. Right. Are you, are you proposing, do you think that Nickelodeon should not have any commercials? Um, I don't know that Nickelodeon is even still a thing. It is. But uh, doesn't everyone stream it? People watch it still. Maybe, right? <laughs> then you have your own commercials that pop up. A yeah. Little bit. But then you just put commercials in your video. Yeah. Right? Like product placement. Yeah. Which is everywhere else. Yeah, Marketing I don't know. I just know that the Federal the Trade Commission, it is. 
I just know the Federal Trade Commission is like cracking down on like TikTok, YouTube because of the main reason just mining information right. about minors. Right. So and specifically, I, I, whenever it's like um, a foreign affair, mm-hmm. probably because they're like, we want to collect the data on our kids. <laughs> yeah, we don't want the China. Chinese doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying to rig elections over and, here. And I have to be honest, I didn't read like extensively on this new YouTube thing because I just heard about it, um, like just before we started podcasting. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there have been instances of like child safety on YouTube or like if there are reasons like, you know, having to do with predators that, that YouTube is being cracked down upon. I don't know. There is. I know a TikTok there was. So with YouTube, I heard a Ted talk, um, and it was like from two years ago, but it was about targeted, um, the, the, the premise was that AI is like this thing that everyone thinks that robots are going to come kill us and it's going to be like Terminator. But the guy's hypothesis was that AI doesn't have to be that smart to take over the human race because mm-hmm. it's already happening with YouTube because people are figuring out like the surprise egg videos. Did Olivia ever watch those? I don't know. You take an egg and you open it and whatever's in it, boom. And this plays off like a dopamine hits and sensors and it creates this like endless like sight, like uh, endless uh, um, infinite loop of uh, like addiction basically. You mean like Instagram and everything else does for us? Right, we... but for kids. Yeah. So people are creating videos to bump themselves up in the algorithm because you get ad revenue. Well, then people started figuring out that you could just make um, generated videos. Like you didn't even have to like have a camera and all this stuff. You can just like make pre-roll videos that feed into the algorithm mm-hmm. and get the kids sucked into the loop. But when you do things like autoplay, if you're not on kids YouTube, like they were showing like the degrees of separation is like four to five degrees away from like SpongeBob SquarePants parody porn. Right? Because... People are sick and weird. What is wrong with this? <laughs> it's like go to Pornhub or something. Yeah. Like why? People, man, because people why? sit around and have nothing better to do than to, to just... fuck with the world that fucks with them. <sighs> right? God, we need more therapists. And I guess in like, if you were going to be this like anarchist that was like trying to prove a point and be the punisher... I can almost see the romanticized vision of I'm going to sit Mm. and the parents that don't watch their kids, their punishment is that the kids get sucked into this like anarchistic like world of like filth and porn. Oh man, that's horrible. I think people that usually are sitting in caves like that end up writing a manifesto. Oh God, okay. Really? (laughs) Where did I get what? Oh, nothing. Just wondering where this, where, where you have come up with that. Watching YouTube. Yeah. And watching that TED talk. No, no, I mean. <laughs> oh, the romanticized version. Yes. Just thinking about the horrible people, like people that have done horrible things, like. I'm just thinking about what someone they, what that wanted. What their manifestos have said. Well, someone that wanted to be a vigilante and wanted to like. We've been watching Watchmen on right. HBO. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's totally where this is coming from. <laughs> yeah. I was just. You kind of look like a character. Wait. Now you look like a character from Watchmen. <laughs> That's just pretty badass, by the way. We're going to get copyright infringement on a YouTube now. This is not kid-friendly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, so yeah, you get fined. And they're not going after YouTube. They're going after creators right. on YouTube. So um, like your personal channel, you are like subject to like being like fines, massive fines, and like lawsuits. Yeah. What you were saying about 
the fines being on the creators, people in the community that I've been reading about, and I think all these, most of these people are completely insane. And if you've decided to listen and you're in this group, <laughs> I was like, man, and you've made it this far, <laughs> sorry, but, but you know, most of them are crazy. You're people. probably the sane one if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> that's that says a lot about our audience. I love you and the support you have for them. People are like, it's YouTube's way of passing the buck on to creators, and it's like, well. They made this amazing thing for you, fuckface, that's free. Yeah, you get to distribute platform. your shit for no cost. Yeah. All you have to do is press upload, and you can make, you can put up whatever you've made. God forbid there's rules and regulations to keep kids safe, and you have to pay the fine if you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. It's like, stop bitching. I love that you, you don't cuss the whole time, but then you just cuss like 20 times. Yeah. <laughs> Well, You're really I ch- passionate about this. <sighs> yeah. I went Gary V. I watched a Gary V. video today, and now I'm like, I have to oh cuss to make points. Oh, jeez. Yeah. If you want it, then know. get it. Gary V's cool. I like Gary V, <clears throat> but, like, he he's a lot. He's not good to listen to if you're sad. He's a lot, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean. That's not true. I don't know why I said that. <sighs> I, I don't either. Tr- but, like, parenting requires a lot of trust and also our situation is pretty unique because we're both step parents and parents in the same household like I have a daughter he has a son so it is extra challenging at times and it requires a lot of trust right so it's hard when your kid lies to you yeah yeah it, and then it's fine. It, like, Kids creates, lie. So, they do. Everyone lies. It's human nature to lie, whether it's a white lie or whatever. You People know what I mean? that aren't liars. Were though? you just taking a poop in the bathroom? No. Yeah. I was not. Did you fart? No. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't do those things. I do not poop or fart, so I don't ever have to lie about it. But I mean, a lot of people do. What feel percentage like... of the time when I ask you if you're farting, <laughs> are you actually farting? <laughs> that is a really hard. I wanted to come up with. I wanted to ask I'll you if you're farting this document. whole time, but I think it's the dog. Oh, jeez. Thanks. It, it really... It's got to be you. You're the one that ate that frozen pizza at 1 a.m. last night. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember? I remember. Oh. It was delicious. Oh. There's a few pockets throughout the pizza that like actually had sauce on it. Don always grills the pizza. So I smoke goes, the pizza. Oh, he smokes it on the smoker. Yeah. It's amazing. Then to punish himself today, I've been doing intermittent fasting, so I don't eat past 8, and I don't eat until noon the next day. And I've been doing this for, like, six months. But now John is on this kick, like, today. I think this is Watchmen, too. I don't know, influenced. But he's like, I had that pizza at 1 a.m. I'm not going to eat until dinner. And then he, like, punished himself, and he didn't eat literally all day until dinner. I think it was 1 a.m. We I was passed out by midnight. That's true. <sighs> Speaking of... But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Before, before we go, I want to say the thing we, we had said we started doing earlier. I don't know why I'm being all vague. We, we were fighting yesterday, and whenever you're in the middle of something, <clears throat> and it's, especially if it's bad and, and you're experiencing trauma, it seems like there's no way out. And when you get in it, you start thinking, I've always been here, and this is what it's always like. We had a moment where you were saying, I feel like we fight a lot. And I was like, I don't think we do. You were way more mad than I was. I was actually not mad at all. Like, I felt very sad because you were upset. There was definitely a point where you were mad. For a second, yes. I got angry about the punishment situation. But I wasn't mad. Like, I wasn't... 
Like the whole t- when you were mad at me the whole day, I wasn't mad. There's been plenty of times where I've been mad for long, long periods of time, and I'm a petty cunt and I'm very insecure. But you had said, I think we fight all the time. This is how it always is, and that's how it seems when you're in a bad situation. What we're doing is, I said, uh, you should just mark down on the calendar whenever we fight and have these like dark moments, and then we'll like take an actual like toll and get an actual number on it, get an actual reading. Like, are we actually fighting? a bigger percentage of the time than we're not fighting. And if we are, it's a problem. But we're being vulnerable and honest. And I don't know what the word is in Spanish because I stopped doing Duolingo. Uh, but you wrote down uh, the Spanish oh, word. Oh, luchar. Luchar is to fight. Luchar. Luchar. So on our shared calendar that we came up it with this lucha. week. It says lucha. It says lucha. Which is fight. On the days where she is thinking about kicking me out of the house that she pays for. <laughs> But I don't know if I would encourage oh, you to do this because we just started doing it. We'll just keep you all posted. We'll keep that? you all posted. If we, if or you don't, if you, you don't posted. hear another podcast, then you'll know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but it really does. When you're in it and it's bad, you're like, this is just how it always is, and it's always going to be that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So well, it'd be cool if, when it's good, you allowed that to rise. You're like. It is like ecstasy right now. It's always like that. Mm. Cool. But most people don't do that when they're happy. Not like, this is amazing. It's always going to be like this. Life is so good. gratitude helps you be like, I mean, I think it's about contentment more than like, and if you're going to think of it, I guess, you know, through the Buddhist philosophy, life is suffering. You just kind of accept what is. So you're never really that high or that low. Right. Which that isn't necessarily how I work, and I haven't reached that point. I mean, there are some times where I feel like, okay, I'm like excited about this, or I'm feeling sad about this, and it doesn't really, you know, I guess dip too high or too low. But like yesterday, I felt really, really low. Yeah. Like it felt really bad. But a lot of it's just because I was scared, and I react. I mean, everyone reacts probably pretty negatively to fear, I would imagine, but sometimes it, it gets really dark yeah. when I'm scared. Well, to be fair, we experience a lot of trauma in that situation with Olivia, and she's my stepdaughter, and I I don't have, like, the first gut instinct that a parent has, so I can't imagine what you felt, but, like, I was terrified sitting there hearing that, and I felt helpless, I felt scared, and then you felt however you felt. And then you picked a fight with me. And I picked a fight with her. <laughs> but my son had, like, has had like trauma in his life, and he had brought up that situation on top of that. Yeah. So it was like... It was really intense. All of that, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but... And we'd already had an argument revolving around the kids, and then that came full circle. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot. It was like, it would have been a lot just on a normal day, <laughs> but then the normal amount of stress like got like this like huge heaping like quadruple pile of stress on top of it yeah well this week is thanksgiving so no more stress because everyone knows the holidays are the time of zero stress yeah so but for real though like can't wait to go to my family's house and not get judged all day (laughs) yeah (laughs) just talk talk your stuff through i think that's key like if you're having a problem you're feeling insecure you're feeling like you don't trust or you're feeling sad or something then just talk about it yeah and talk life, about it life is just like series of experiments is what i read uh from a guy I like today cool 
So that being said, like have a scientific approach, like we're documenting us working through things. And I think it's made us better. I don't know. Yeah. It forces us to like I think talking. so, yeah. The yeah. podcast, yeah. Is yeah. that what you're referring to? I yeah. thought you were talking yeah. about Lucha in our calendar. And, and then I was going to say, okay. and Lucha. Well, that's yeah, so also... we don't know, though, because we just started that. But right. the podcast, yeah, so far But it is an awesome. experiment. And so, it's but we're super documented. grateful for you all for listening. And if you have any questions or you want us to talk about something, as always, please get at us. John knows all the information. Yeah, trust me, the podcast at gmail.com. If you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you know us in real life. So text one of us, call one of us, or trust me the podcast at gmail.com. If you type in trust me the podcast on Instagram and Facebook will pop up. So yeah, but we appreciate you guys listening and support supporting us. We appreciate your support. Or watching us. So thank you. Thank you guys you. have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. yeah.